in five, four, three, two, and one. Cheers, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Wine Thursday podcast, where all of us are drinking some wine and all definitely talking some shit. I'm one of your hosts, Avery Belaspas, and in this episode, we're following a series of Twitch streams from Mario, Aya, and myself to advertise a special announcement about our podcast. We're going to be doing a live podcast episode for our second uh, for our second birthday of the podcast. Yeah, we haven't done anything in a long time, but, um, you know, we, we wanted to just do something for you guys. So, yeah. Yay. Yes, it is back. <laughs> the return. We're excited. Yeah, like I was saying, the last time we recorded an episode was like probably nine months ago, back in March. And even then, that was like the third episode of the new year no second one because when we did the anniversary podcast it was still 2021 i believe we've been very busy um since we since like like legitimately we've been busy since our one year anniversary of the podcast honestly everyone got like jobs yeah everyone got everyone yeah. went back to school like um i went back to school like yeah <laughs> and even like before the re- i mean no, yeah it, it, yeah like, apmpst yeah you start Love cat 39 yes yeah 8 p.m pst i should probably change that thank you um yeah like you were in your testing class for the gmat right and then yes at this time yeah, yeah. and then mario went back to he started taking classes at classes ccsm and Bryn like finished school yeah you guys graduated too like yeah. to celebrate it like so much has happened that we never got to cover i spent the last couple of days actually listening to some of our episodes and we left off with like yo we're gonna graduate soon i'm just like really like it's been (laughs) that's that's how like our last episode was it was you guys in the anticipation of you know your ceremony coming yeah it was really weird like i i didn't think like for me personally i didn't think that like my year was gonna go the way that it was yeah it was it was very like for all of us like we 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 went into things that, like, you know, jobs, careers, or, um, or school, and it was, yeah, it was, we were, we were all just super busy, we, I mean, for, for us personally, we kept up with each other, it, it's been a really eventful year, and to catch up in, for the, for the second anniversary for, for our, um, for our podcast, it's gonna be really special. That's a lot of adult stuff, she yeah going into like higher education or like going into like things that like pursue your your own career is is insane you don't think that as like maybe like a high schooler or even like as an undergrad but like there is something beyond just you doing like schoolwork and it's it's actually like it's 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 super fun if you if you put it into that perspective, it it can be really fun. Yeah, it's busy. It's a different kind of like stress. Part of it too is like, especially being a high school teacher, it's just like, I look at y'all and it's just like, man, life was so easy then. Why didn't I take it seriously? And like, um, yeah. but but like you know that that aside, like you know like Aya was saying, it is a lot more fun just to be older because like you can do you have control to do the things that you want to do. And yeah, a lot of we'll get into it you know tomorrow. So tune in. But, like, a lot of life changes happened in the last, like, six months, which is crazy. Like, really thinking about it, like, they were, like, honestly, like, major milestones. Huge transitioning mm-hmm. shifts that when I look back at all the stuff, and not necessarily for me, but for the rest of the hosts, it's just, like, yeah, that, that, that's a huge turning point in adulthood. And it's exciting. As an Asian, hearing that there's stuff beyond schoolwork is new and scary. Yeah. I, I think, like, you know, speaking for both me and Avery, because we're both not of the typical, like, Asian route, right? Like, Avery's each year, I'm, like, trying to go into culinary. Going into those things that aren't of the STEM sort of thing is, like, really, it, it sucks, in a sense, because, like, it's not paved out for you. You need to, like, figure out your own things. I, yeah, like, you know, seeing, seeing Avery going through his, like, um master's and going through all of his like you know like teaching stuff it was like i was scared for him and then even for myself like i was like where do i go to like have a restaurant to cook like bottom line so having like 
trying to aim for like having a, a restaurant for myself is like very it's, it's really weird and like trying to pave a very like distinct or like a you know solid wave especially like if you have to like tell your parents like this is what i'm gonna do it's, it's really hard but like things i'm not gonna say that like things that are like pre-med or like you know like lawyer like doctor sort of things are like even easier because that that is way way harder than anything that i could do <laughs> or like you know like me and avery could do it's like like kudos to you guys but um i think everyone just needs to like especially as jason's trying to like prove to the people who are like older than us like this this is what what's good for me it's really hard yeah but like, you guys can do it yeah uh, you know more power to you just uh pre-med and nursing or whatever was not my cup of tea i tried it <laughs> tasted gross <laughs> um i can't like but honestly like now that i have better like study skills not gonna lie i would give it another shot do i want to no but i feel like i would probably be a better student now but yeah it's like transitioning into adulthood and like which i will get into more detail about this tomorrow on the podcast but like trying to start something new I don't know, I'm kind of seeing it in cycles of, like, five years or so, and I don't know if that's something that's, like, instilled in me from going to school, like, high school and then college, right? It's a four-year cycle, ideally. And now I'm kind of, like, in this space from, like, I kind of want change. I've been teaching for five years. Is there something new for me? Is there something different? But then, like you said earlier, James, like, new stuff is scary. And I remember, like, getting the job, like, after I graduated, and I was at orientation, and I was, like, scared shitless because I was alone. I was like, here we go again. I don't know anybody here and there's thousands of new teachers and I was like one fish, you know, in the pond kind of thing. And um so what other like subject that you think that you could do that you could do like maybe better? Oh, sorry, green chat. Uh hi Mighty Meteorite. I remember your name from last time. I feel like you're not directly one of my students, but you're someone at my school. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I think you're like Brandon's friend. But hi. Thanks for coming to the stream. Wow, there's 12 people here. Uh, we are, <laughs> yeah, we're kind of like giving you a preview of what's going to happen tomorrow. Uh, so if you want to catch our live stream of, for our podcast, uh, go to my mods channel over there in the link, 8 p.m. Yeah. PST, come I'm through. Gonna out, I'm going to shout out him. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, let me switch to, uh, I'm still on gaming, sweet. It should show the thing. Oh, it's Mark. Okay. I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> Thanks for coming by, man. Another, another college student in the chat. Um, another adult. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. He's at UC Berkeley, I believe. I don't think you want to be. Oh, good job. Yeah. No, or you correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember. But, um, well, like all of your all of your students who are going. To so college, it seems like, that this Lightman's location. Good job. UC Davis. Uh, Lol, sorry. I remember you're going to Berkeley for something no. like a joint thing. Um, yeah, still really good. Um, I'm really yeah, proud. Okay. I'm really proud of a lot of my students. Uh, like got students at UC Davis, UCLA. Uh, they're in the East Coast, like, and it's... So, okay, sidebar. So, I, I feel like, because um, my teachers in high school were, like, you know, they tell me, about, like, how proud they are about, like, their students, about where they go. Mm -hmm. um, and they, and some teachers, like, know, because we tell them, like, you know, where we're going to go. Like, how do you feel about, not that where you're, like, your students end up, but, like, do you think that, like, what you taught like helped where they are going or where they went at the time no um that's kind of been like my biggest fear because and it's something that came up every single day at work because it's like i'm teaching about you know like police brutality and then my coworkers are like that's not english avery <laughs> you can't teach a youth novel because you know in an english class you don't teach ya novels you teach shakespeare and you know other canonical things so yeah, I was nervous. I still bit back and I was like, they're still writing essays. They're doing literary analysis. What's not English here? But yeah, that anxiety sat at the top of my mind like all the time, especially because the students hadn't graduated yet. The first wave of reassurances was pre-pandemic was when my first set of sophomores, which Steven in the chat, I didn't have him sophomore year, but I had his friends. When they applied and got into AP Lang, and then when they were in AP Lang, they came back to me and said, you prepared me for this class. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, That's so nice. Um, I was like, that was my, that was my first year of teaching. And they came back to me like, no, like what you taught me, how to like write my annotations, how to write my analysis and everything, the charts you gave us, the, the scaffolds and everything. They're like, I, 
That's actually really like surprising because like I'll ask you about like grammar or like you know like yeah like stuff and right. You're just, like, what does that mean? Right, that's the thing. Is like when it comes when it comes to grammar and spelling and and like you know tr- traditional things like that. Oh man, I'm I'm out of the question. Not the person to go to. Um, yeah. But I guess when it came to like study skills and critical thinking, um, and maybe concepts I've taught them, like they were just like, no, like that really prepared me. But then I was like, there has to be more than I can do, right? Because I got to make up for what I'm lacking in. And this year particularly, like I said last year, I had a pain point with my students. But then this year, another kid who's in AP Lang. Um, and in a push he came back to me and he was like dude mr b like i just want to let you know like what you taught me like it actually like is working in my class and i was like like i was like oh thanks man um and i asked him what specifically and in a push and in ap lang he's like yeah we were having like a socratic seminar and i and i brought up how like i was kind of seeing like forms of oppression and so i decided to like throw in oh yeah i threw in the eyes of oppression i was talking about how institutional oppression was present in blah 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 and then my teacher was like whoa like I've never heard that answer or like, you know, perspective on it before. And like, he got like a lot of points for it. And he's like, I can't believe like what I learned in your class. Like I can use it to give him a one up in an AP class. And I was like, yes, like I'm the goat. No, I'm not. But like, I, I felt <laughs> I was very flattered um, that, you know, the stuff that I'm teaching, though it is in ethnic studies, but like, I feel so isolated in what I teach. And the fact that other non-social justice teachers, lack of a better word, you know, find brilliance in what the students are sharing makes me feel it does make me feel good very proud of the students for like it's not really about me but it is flattering that it's helping them in their lives and even though there are kids that are at ucla or i forgot what other schools honestly i just remember the ucla kids uc santa cruz uc davis or even if you're not at a uc i am still worried that like did i prepare them for college (laughs) you know like i'm vicariously i'm happy they got into these really elite schools but then part of me because they were my they were literally my first students i had them in ninth grade they were they went through like the the rough patches of my teaching whereas i feel like right now with like say julian in the chat or chaos and lolcats and many others like you guys had i feel like my better version of teaching when i created the self-pacing and the videos and all that like everything is concise very direct very clear but with the kids that are in college right now, for, um, for, for his, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I feel like, yeah, pretty much. I feel like the kids that are in college right now all got like the lab rat testing. Because <laughs> you're, you're like basically rough draft. It was like during like the peak of COVID, like in 2020, when we were like, you know, when we we're living together mm-hmm. and you were just like forming everything in like in our little room. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Yeah. Like it was really the pandemic that pushed me to start creating videos. Like, I don't know if you remember, like, I went into, like, Jess's room to go record stuff, right? Yeah, That's yeah, when I started yeah, doing that. Yeah. And then it just kind of launched from there. Like, I found something I really cared about in a form of teaching, and it was really successful. Um, and I, and you, you were probably more, like, you were more of the successful teachers because you were, you, you're, like, more equipped to, like, to take care of these sort of things. Thank you. You know, like, you know, like, to prepare these kids, especially, like, in the wake of, of covid and everything mm-hmm. like i mean you yourself are like a sort of tech i'm not, I'm not gonna say like technically technologically advanced but like you're like readily available like in what you're doing mm-hmm. to be able to help other people like your students or like if say like your other teachers needed like help with like trying to figure out like virtual virtual things like you know like you're already like equipped with all of all that stuff. Yeah, tech savvy. Yeah, and I saw that like firsthand because like we, like guys, we were we were living in the same room together. <laughs> so like me, you know, like working virtually from from my own like work computer, and then seeing him do everything to like prepare like whoever whoever needs to be prepared. I don't I don't remember like your. <laughs> Whatever was it within like twenty twenty going into into that sort of thing mm-hmm. like like you were really trying it it was to the point where like we have this thing where um him being like a working person and like me at the time like me being like a student person, we had like a very like set time where like say like ten p m we were like okay ten p m we don't work anymore. this is when we eat dinner, this is when we you know, have time for ourselves or whatever. It kind of meshed 
in a in a weird way like during covid but like um he was very like i want to keep working or like i want to keep like you know i want to help like my students sort of in that sense even though i was like hey, you need to chill like <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i'm very much a workaholic and um i still do that now but i feel like this year i'm a little more like even though i have a lot of bad things going on this year i don't feel the stress that i did in the past five years like i feel equipped to handle it it's like oh there's this problem but i'm like uh it's i'll get through it whereas like the previous years it just felt like it was never ending like <laughs> um and i couldn't solve it or something but I didn't really fully answer your question, but I do feel like I help prepare students. Thank you, Stephen, for that in the chat. That was very reassuring. He said, I remember having this talk with you when I visited, but I can reassure you, Avery, that you did prepare us. I appreciate that. <laughs> Dylan, I do wish you paid attention more in class. <laughs> Not gonna lie. But that was freshman year. You know, it's, that's a long time ago, man. Unless you were also in a, with me in 11th grade, which that might have been possible. And uh, yeah, like honestly, wherever you all go, even if you take a gap year, even if you pursue trade school or you get into an elite school like i'm proud of all of you regardless as long as like you know you are doing something you know with your life that's for you to decide everyone has a different path uh don't feel yeah. pressured by your peers because they're all going to school immediately um to don't be, be like me where like i got pressured doing an mba <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> well, okay well even okay I, aside from that like i i like i want to stress that like going into like higher education like as an MBA or like even grad school, like in general, you learn so much more than what you can learn in a, like an undergrad thing. Like if you're if you don't think that like the grad school that you may be pursuing, like I don't know, like nursing or like um, business or like whatever, like these these things will like prepare you for things that you don't even think about. Because I didn't think that was gonna happen, but it expands your thinking a lot. Mm about like not even just like what you're gonna learn but like about people in general mm -hmm. you get prepared for like hey like like shitty managers or like sh you know like because you get like bad professors or whatever but like mm -hmm. these you you like in a sense your worldview gets rounded out in ways that you don't think that's gonna happen mm -hmm. so yeah you're good i think mario's gonna I think mario's rating <laughs> us <laughs> oh my goodness now i'm just kind of waiting for it yeah i know i was just like <laughs> I think we're about to get raided chat. I wish I had a raid defense like Griffy or something. Like I should make one of those. Oh, no. <laughs> but can you like would you be able able to make like that sort of thing? Like, well, not like as energetic as Griffy's, but just something in response to like Yeah, for oh. real? <laughs> hey, thank you for 20 months, Mario. How is stream, man? I had it open on the side in 160 frames. <laughs> I grabbed my raid song. What's up, Raiders? Welcome to the stream. It's like low-key low podcast. <laughs> Mario, get in here, actually. Yeah, we're on IO server right now. Yeah, get in here. Um, for those of you that Did don't I just know, cancel Magic Burst? My mod, Mario. What? Drop him a follow. I just realized what I just did. He uh, competes in Smash locally. He just went hey! to... I forgot the name, but it was in Ontario. Ontario. <laughs> he competed. <laughs> Y'all won't record the podcast right now. I haven't given Aya a shout out. What up, baby oh. boy? Everyone in the chat say happy birthday to my girlfriend, by the way. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. You should uh, clip that and send it to her. It's just a bunch of VC streams, nothing special. It's just a whole lot of bullshit. It's a whole lot of hoopla. What's up, Chaos? Oh man, now we need to save some like some content for tomorrow. We do. That's why I'm like kind of trying to be careful with what I'm saying. But then also like we're also talking about interesting things in terms of like I feel like that aren't related to what we would talk about tomorrow. So I'm trying to leave the catching up stuff like strictly for tomorrow. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. Yeah, really, save everything for tomorrow. Yeah, but chat's here. asking a lot of good yeah, stuff about college. Which I appreciate <laughs> it. If I remember your question right, Aya, but like, I appreciate. Oh wait, I remember getting back uh, my college applications in senior year and being pressured to accepting my UC offers, and having to suffer the financial cost. 
coming from a low-income family yes. but decided to apply to community college to ease some of the costs and apply to UC again through the TAG program. Oh, the Transfer Admission Guarantee Program, right? Um, that is a fantastic program from community colleges, which I want more information on. My my own thing is that this is, like, kind of biased where, like, I went to, like, you know, like, me and Avery went to, like, or all of us here technically went to, like, private school. Going, like, trying to go to, like, UCs or, like, Cal State or whatever, but, like, deciding to go to community college, it's nothing to, like, you know, like, bow your head towards. Like, or know, feel down to, about, like. Yeah, like, one, you're, like, you're saving money. That's, like, the, the best thing out of it. Like, that's the one thing, like, everyone wants to do. Like, you want to save money. Sure. I like community colleges because they get, like, so many people. They have to round out their um, curriculum. And they teach you more. Like, honestly. Like, I, I really would have wanted to go, gone to, like, Long Beach City College more if I was, like, I was going to say, like, forced to, but, like, if I was, like, really willing to go towards. Personally, like, it, it, it is a personal thing, like, where you want to go to. And personally, I wanted to go to, like, a four-year thing. But, like, community college, like, they go above and beyond for everybody, for all their students, for all their staff. It is insane what you can learn at a, at a community college from what I've known and from what I've learned. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of wish I knew that was an option. I also know that my parents probably didn't present that as an option for me. Um, they only, they use it as a threat, rather, when I changed majors. They're like, I'm not paying thousands of dollars for you to get a liberal arts very degree. very much an Asian thing. Yeah. Or it's like, like a minority thing. Exactly. So you need to go to like, yeah. Because they're looking for they, that, they, they're like looking for the prestige. Like community college. Mm-hmm. And they want, like, the merit of, you know, wherever they're sending you to because they're paying for that. They're paying for the name, right? Um, I'm also glad that I went to the community college route because I was able to figure out that I wanted to major in biotech. Nice. See, that's, like, what's really important, in my opinion, and what I've, biotech you know. Biotech is so fun. And um, what I talked to you guys a lot about was that, like, it takes time to figure out what you want to do. And I'm glad that you took courses to realize this is for me. I do really like it. Um, mm -hmm. And I took that time, too, but at what cost? Like, without guidance. <laughs> changing majors transferring colleges like it's tough and to julian's point earlier like yeah you don't want to waste well maybe not necessarily waste money but you might not have the means uh, to do that right now and it, it's a dangerous choice because it's like one wrong move and you have a lot of debt <laughs> you know um and you want to be careful with the choices you make yeah even though i was only there for eight months hey man but well, like, you, you were in college, it college like really helps those professors were dope that's all i'm saying anybody that um devalues the notion of going to community college first uh don't because the education and things that you learn uh there are all skills and adaptations that you can take to a four-year and if you're just doing it just to go to community college just get your associates and move on same thing I mean, people there they're pretty really nice like especially with the class sizes they're not like detrimentally huge like they're relatively small like 20 to 30 uh professors will remember you by first and last name which for a lot of you is like wow, that's crazy <laughs> it's like yeah that's weird isn't it <laughs> like no they'll they'll remember you because you know they have you like twice a week three times a week but they, they and care they're, they're really there to like they, they want to help you more so than like private colleges or like uh four-year universities or like whatever they're there to like community college professors I think know what realm they're in and they want to maximize on that. Yeah. And the best part of it all is that my professors, they knew that I went to a four year because, you know, obviously when you have your little icebreakers date, you know, your first week of school, you know, you go to your professors, you're just like, Hey, everybody introduce yourself. Can you tell me your name, your major, what, what do you plan to accomplish in this class? And then like, they find out that I'm just like this boomer, you know, obviously because being any age over the, Anything over the age of 22 is considered a boomer in community college, even though it's not a bad idea to go back to community college. But it's really funny when I'm just like, oh, yeah, I already graduated a four year, but I just came back because I wanted to add more. Mm -hmm. I, wanted to, I wanted to do more. Yeah. And then the professors look at you and you're just like, that's awesome. Like, if anything, could you like also be that guiding hand or that guiding voice to tell these kids why it's important to like, pursue an education if they want to do something in mm -hmm. a certain field i'm just like hell yeah dude i've been there man and trust me you don't want to take this shit for granted because you know if you can at least uh, utilize the tools and resources that they provide you at a community college 
I promise you that when you transfer to a UC, a CSU, a private, or out of state, it doesn't matter. As long as it has university in the name, you're going to fucking do well because you mm -hmm. actually know how to apply the things that you learn. That's one thing. That's, so that, that's actually the most important thing to do is application. You need to apply the things you learn because it's one thing to go to a, to a classroom that they tell you to read a textbook, study for an exam, and do the homework. That's all one thing, but it's a matter of how you went about it, what you learned in terms of yeah. time management and all that good stuff, and it's going to help you survive in university, I promise you. You learn more, at like, honestly, like at community colleges, like these, you know, what is considered like lesser than what you take over is, is determined by, you know, like the, the universities, which is like, how do I, how do I say this? Like, you know, I think, you know, Avery, like when you tried to transfer and then like when like us as college students, like trying to transfer like our AP, like credits over it, like it is so much like you really have to do research on where you're trying to apply to because they're, they determine what credits go over to where you're trying to go to. And then therefore, like you, you have to do more, like if it doesn't transfer over, like you need to do more work, you need to like, you know, do whatever. It, it it like it, it sucks or like it it is really great like it's a, it's an it's it's either end of a spectrum. Sorry not to cut you off. What's up, Dustin? <laughs> Thanks for coming by, man. Hey, I feel like, feel like I've not seen you in a long time, or I'm just not on Twitch a lot to see your stream. But uh, how are you doing, man? Thanks for coming by. Um, what's up, Dustin? Shout out real quick. Ooh, finals. Yeah, it you is that, that time. We're legit talking about college right now. You're at USC, right? You know, it's crazy. I have one more week Brother, of finals. Where, where are you? Like, nice, man. <laughs> well, haven't I seen you yet? <laughs> oh, it's true. Yeah, I'm fine with going to any college, but parents presume, oh, to do UCs. My belief is that college is what you put into it, but they really want that UC. Yeah, like, that's kind of all of life, you know? But with college, yeah, you get out what you put in. Honestly, yeah, it doesn't really matter where you go. And honestly, like, with undergrad, it really doesn't matter where you go. <laughs> it's just a matter of getting your degree. Uh, so you can get a job. It's really more access to more things. Um, but not everyone is going to go for grad school. So in some sense, it does matter where you go if you look at it that way. At the end of the day, as long as you finish your degree and you have one, you're like 40% above most of our population and you have access to get a job and do other things. You're educated. Earlier, like I was saying, your, your mind has been expanded. And so what Mario was saying, you know, just learn how to apply yourself. And you don't really learn that in high school <laughs> uh, unless you have teachers that, you know, try to do that. <laughs> apply yourself. Apply yourself, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> Disrespectfully. <laughs> but man, like, I'm glad to, you know, for all my students that are in college right now, like, very proud of you guys. Um, congrats on finishing your first semester. You guys got this. Or if you're in your second year, like, it's kind of crazy that you guys are that old already. Because I just remember, like, when you were my sophomores, and you're like, I don't know what to do with my life, and I'm just like, let's just, let's just figure that out. Thing, like, you guys need to make make use of your resources. Oh yeah. As definitely. you're at college, don't don't make it don't like not use like your like advice advising counselors or like whatever. They're there for a reason, and they can help you. Like, if if one I mean okay even. Like, one person can't help you, another person will help you. Like, make use of what's there. You guys, like, you know, they're, they're being paid for a reason. You guys need to, like, just use them. Mm -hmm. they're, they're there to be used. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, full stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, totally. Like, being at a private school, too, seeing the shift between because I started at a public university and seeing how they missed the meetings I scheduled at SF State. <laughs> They didn't even show up. I went to the office and nobody was there. Um, and then I go over to USF and they scheduled meetings for me to make sure I graduated on time or because they knew that I they transferred really, late. Like at USF, they like really looked out for you. Yeah. And just well, at least how my experience was. Yo, thank you for the gift. What's up, Mario? Let's go. Oh, dude, Mario, earlier, an, an anonymous gifter gave me 10 subs. This shit was crazy. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, now I got to play video games. Fuck. <laughs> You got a game. You got a game. Uh, need content. Yeah, that aside, yeah, use your, use your resources. Um, USF, like, despite all of their issues and things that we have, our opinions about them, they did really have caring counselor, guidance counselors and staff. Didn't, at least from what I know, like, it didn't really matter which school you were in. 
like college you were in at USF or program, like I experienced, they really cared <laughs> um, when I was a bio major. And then when I changed to English and education, like, and you are getting what you pay for. So, <laughs> oh, I'll be down to talk. Sweet. Yeah, man. I mean, no, no pressure, Steven, but uh, we'll, we'll work something out. Feel free to come by and visit sometime. Yo, origin. What's up, man? Hey guys, like, okay, like, I, I like really want to stress that like make use of your teachers, your professors or whatever, like whether it is in like high school or college or whatever, you, you guys need to make use of all of your resources. Like there, like in most high schools, there's like, um, college, like advisors, there are people who can help you. Like I was, I was part of Avid, which was, Avid gets like a lot of like shit of it, which is totally weird because it, it's a college preparatory thing. People who are part of Avid or like people who are part of like college preparatory things, like they're there, they're being paid to like help you. So like use them. <laughs> like there's no shame in like getting in getting help in any sense, whether it is like you know college or like you know like physical or mental things. Like you guys need to just make use of the resources that are available to you, and especially like with with college stuff, they're you know they're there because they got hired because they're pros in what they know. Like, they got tested and everything. Like, the hiring process is, like, very... It's weird. <laughs> like, it is very thorough. So, to think that, like, oh, you know, they, they may not know what I'm going through. Like, they know. So, just ask them and they'll give you an answer. Yeah. If you don't have anyone else to go to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's probably, like, my biggest regret is not using resources, let alone being too scared to use them. Um, I felt like I had a lot of anxiety of asking people for help because I didn't know things ask for help that's why people work at schools because they want to be there to help you <laughs> even as taking notes college does not matter do not take trash about community colleges use all resources at college it it's included so use it okay yeah yeah apply yourself take notes <laughs> ask that girl just do it <laughs> caught an applin yeah sweet part of, like part of your like tuition if you're going to college is to these people so, like, why not make use of, like, the things that you're, like, basically paying for? As a very, like, like, a separate sort of thing. There's also, like, psychological help on most colleges. So, if you don't have, like, any therapy that you can't, like, go to, there, like, therapy and, like, people to talk to is part of your college tuition. So, like, make use of it. Use your online mental health, not online, <laughs> on-campus mental health resources. Uh, I wish I knew about those I when I was in college. Yeah. Because I honestly didn't. And I kind of hate that I didn't take advantage of them because it was free therapy. Like, you don't have to pay for it out of your, like, health insurance or, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was free. <laughs> health insurance and insurance in general up until you're 25. Under your parents, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, use your, <laughs> like, use your resources. Hope y'all are enjoying the, the preview for tomorrow. Um, Thanks for sticking around. This is a... Uh, like you can ask questions tomorrow, just like this. Interact with us. Uh, if you listen to last year's episode, kind of uh, the last hour of the podcast, <laughs> it was like two and a half hours. Um, help people ask questions. Help people got engaged in the chat, and it was super fun. So we're open to doing that again. Y'all want to? Yeah, the podcast on my calendar. Oh, sweet. Oh yeah, Avery. I actually went back and watched that episode, and I was like, "Damn, everything I said in that episode ten months ago actually came to fucking life." That's crazy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, like like I said, you just gotta. <laughs> Apply yourself. <laughs> Apply yourself. <laughs> the real question: How do you not become lonely at college? Ooh. Set aside time. Set time aside for the gym. Trust. <laughs> yeah, join clubs. You know, if you're gonna exercise, exercise on campus and be open to introducing yourself to people, meeting new people. I actually just had three of my students today come back and visit. One at Cal Poly, I forgot which one. One at U and two at UC Santa Cruz, and they're just like, yeah, I've, like met a lot of people. I'm making good friends in the dorms. Yeah, one is specifically going to the gym, and he got super buff, like bulky, and I'm like, God. <laughs> Damn. I would um, I would say that like before all of that kind of get an understanding of who you are yourself because like you can feel lonely like and like these people can give you like like friendship and everything but like it, am I just like projecting like, <laughs> like 
Let it out. You just need to know who you are before or anything. And you you meet all these people. You just need to know that like this is who you are. You shouldn't be shouldn't be persuaded to things that you don't want to do. I don't know how to wear this, but like there's a there's a lot of like persuasion that happens in, in a lot of like group settings and you just need to center yourself. But also be open. It is a very like teeter totter sort of thing. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I don't think it's really projecting. Even to like Justin's point too. Or not Justin, Dustin. My God. Um, he said like I had a hard time doing that my first year. Same. My freshman year was not fun. I was like depresso. And to your question, like, yeah, I was lonely. Uh, but it was very much self-deprecating. The right word. I don't even know if I use that correctly. But definitely self-inflicted. It was just a lot of ties back to what I was saying. It was a lot of insecurities with myself. Um, when I look back at it, yeah, I wasn't so sure of myself for various other reasons. Part of it was I was very attached to my high school identity. And when I went to college, I just felt like a fish out of water, especially coming from a private high school, which was really small. Then I went to a big university, even though I had friends who eventually became my roommates at some point, especially one of my college best friends. Like at the time, I didn't really hang around him. I don't know. Um, I did make friends, but it was not the life that I was anticipating when you think about college and Hollywood movies or even comparing myself to my family members that were in college they had this great social life and I didn't and so when I transferred schools yeah it came back to like what Dustin was saying being open talking to new people trying to immerse myself and get involved with the communities that I was around and then I branched off and took leadership roles and other things and just tried to be social yeah Yeah, like find people who like will accept you for you if you're feeling like you have to like put this persona on for like other people that is such it's weird to say, like, it is such a, like, a high school thing to, like, you know, do things that that aren't you. Like, I would say that, like, something like college or, like, a different point in your life, a point in your life meant to realize something about yourself. And whether it's, like, reinventing yourself or, like, being yourself, like, 100% or whatever, you just have to be true to yourself. And whether or not you think it, like it will happen. People will like you because you are you. I'm going to throw my two cents in there um, real quickly. Uh, for me, I ain't going to lie with you. It's very easy for me to assimilate in new environments, and it's because uh, from a young age, I've always had to transfer from school to school. So my group of friends, elementary school, middle school, high school, completely different variety. How did I make it happen? It's all about, as I have pointed out, just go about your life. Because if you try to force yourself into a situation where you're trying to get to know people, I mean, it might work out, but at the same time, you kind of force in the effort. So therefore, you know, maybe timing ain't right. But you just got to you gotta walk your lane, see who's going to be walking along your lane, and then get involved, see what they're up to. And then, of course, on top of that, I kept myself busy with joining clubs, doing sports, getting a job age 15 because i had no social life <laughs> basically just do the things that you like to do yeah just do the things you like to do and people will just follow you'll be make friends in that same group and then you'll be fine mm-hmm. how i look at it is that friends are meant to be around for a while but obviously i think of them as temporal if i know it's going to be like middle school setting high school setting but in terms of like getting away from this loneliness that you want to feel in college just apply yourself in the things that you like. What do you like? As I have said, find yourself. But at the same time, don't force the interaction. Make the interaction happen naturally. That way, yeah. when people come to you and talk to you, conversations don't feel like an icebreaker. And we all know what an icebreaker conversation feels. True. You feel like you don't want to be there. True. You want to feel like you want to be there. So when you do that, it helps you in the real world. Because in the real world, you're going to have to force yourself to talk to people that you don't want to talk to. But if you pick up the social <laughs> skills early on to just mind your business, but mind your business in a sense where it's going to apply more of a better sense of building your future self, then you're going to thank yourself. So bottom line is, if you're lonely, everyone's fucking lonely. You're not, 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 to, not to call anyone, but if you're feeling lonely in college, that's everybody. It's a matter of just like, you just got to figure out what's not going to make you lonely. And by doing that, you just got to go about your day normally. And if that doesn't work out, join clubs. And if you don't like any of the clubs, try and figure out some way to like, I don't know, you go into the cafe at the school. Normalize loneliness. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? You walk in the cafe, you see somebody sitting by themselves, you want to get to know them, sit with them. You want to, like, see somebody at the library you're studying, and they look like they might be doing the same shit you is, go to them. Or, like, you know, even when you go into, yeah, when you go into, like, college in your freshman year, like, you're, you don't, you, normally, you like, you don't know any, anybody, or, like, exactly. everybody. No, you don't know anybody. What, what I, like, what I felt, like, most comfort in is that I wanted to explore things within myself and, and in the area that, like, I was not familiar with. So, like, I went on, like, I, I went on, like, restaurant dates for myself. I went, like, I explored everything by myself. And being able to do that and then from what you've learned, bring it into, like, other, like, once you go into, like, friend groups or whatever and being able to like express that like hey i went here and there and you connect with that like it you know it's a gain experience for yourself it is like really rewarding i hated feeling like alone you don't have to feel alone which is very hard to say but being able to be grounded within yourself and being able to do things by yourself without someone accompanying you it is actually really rewarding. I remember my second semester of college being quite lonely and I opened up to some of my lab mates. Man, was I glad that I talked to them. We all became close friends and often do study sessions together and we still do it to this day. Nice. Like that's, yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Gotta head to bed. See you tomorrow. All right. Later, Dustin. Good luck studying. No, that's awesome that you talked to them. You know what I mean? Like kind of like what Dustin was saying earlier too. Like um, he went to like a bunch of clubs, tried them, wasn't his cup of tea. And that's kind of like what life is. You know, you kind of just have, and that's something that, I mean, I might have talked about in class sometimes. It's not always going to be rewarding. Yeah, you know, you you have to try. And, like, it's the same thing about choosing your major. You have to keep trying things to find out that you don't like it. And, unfortunately, mm -hmm. that's going to take time and energy. And you're not going to feel good about something when you fail. But you're not going to learn anything if you didn't try or if you didn't fail. So you would never would have known in the first place. Mm -hmm. You just kind of, I don't want to say that you grow numb to that. But you just get better at handling it and knowing, like, you know what? I didn't like that. I don't want it to happen again. That you also... Can also you can also can't, like, depend on everybody to give you that sort of, like, experience. Mm-hmm. And can't expect people to, like, kind of guide you all the time, too. Like, yeah. like Sometimes I was saying. you just need to do things on your own. Yeah, and that's, like, kind of the beauty of if you have the opportunity to go to college, or even if you don't go to college or pursue something after high school, like, you now have the power and the agency in your hands to control your life, basically. You can change it how you want it to be yes i got caught sorry <laughs> nice oh, i didn't throw a pokeball yeah it's really just trial and trial and error uh until it comes out good and you learn from every experience even if it's negative yeah um and so for those of you that aren't in college right now steven is in his second year over here so <laughs> he's in it right now not to say that what everything that we said isn't valid but like there is i feel like a big difference with folks who are in school right now especially because we're living in different times, even though we are like kind of out of the early part of the pandemic. It is just, I can imagine that it, it might be a little bit different in terms of like social life and other things for various reasons of how the pandemic has played out. But how to not be lonely, like you really have to put yourself out there. And I think it was said earlier, yeah, I joined the chess club and they kind of already had their own friend groups, massive social anxiety. So I usually make friends with my desk mates and there's nothing wrong with that. It's easier to make desk, deskmate friends in high school i think because you see each other like every single day mm -hmm. but when it comes to college like when you join clubs and you go to class like you don't see each other every day so like you can set up study sessions together i don't know i feel like it's just different in college of course that massive social anxiety is still there because you're thinking of that same instance of when you went to chess club and it's like is this person even gonna communicate back to me maybe not but just like we were saying you have to try in order to find out and if they don't then you go somewhere else and try again and try not to give up on yourself. Give yourself some grace. Give some other people grace too. They might even be having the same anxiety that you're having. Sometimes it just takes someone to reach out first. And I think over time through college, I somehow became that person to just be like, hey, like, welcome to the this club or whatever. Like, I'm so-and-so. Um, or hey, like this, like, you know. Uh, and it's not easy to just socialize immediately. That's why colleges make you take a public speaking class freshman year. <laughs> <laughs> Is a requirement, but yeah, uh, even if you don't don't go to college, it's always good to to try to break open from you know your social anxiety and yourself. It's scary, but honestly, like you're gonna have to do that for the rest of your life. So 
uh, better place, better, why not a better time to start than now? We'll say though, learning all of this and having to grow up fast, going up fast was so tough, or going up so fast was tough. I won't under, undermine that. Definitely go and speak with people, ask for help if you need it. You have to sometimes go out of your comfort zone. Yeah. For my own experience, I went to school, like, went to like, uh, grad school, like, two years after I graduated from undergrad, right? Like, and in the sense, like, that is really long. Like, not to, not to, like, give, like, the whole, like, pandemic thing, like, a, like, a break or whatever, because, like, going through the pandemic was, like, really tough, especially for me and especially for other people. But I became, like, such an introvert throughout this whole process, and having to, like go back into like a like school setting sucked <laughs> it was it was really tough like having to socialize with people again having to especially like i guess with within like a business setting like going into like a business grad thing like having to realize like where where am i in in my career that i can tell people that i'm where i am and yeah it it sucks but like i think throughout the whole thing you kind of just you learn more about yourself most importantly at least for me like I learned to ground myself where I don't have to be where everyone else is at where like you know people in this grad school like they're they're years ahead of me like they're like in their 40s just trying to get their degree or whatever like they're you know they're managers like I'm not there yet but I'm trying to get there and I think that was what was more most important for me, it was like, I didn't have to be where everyone else is at. I just had to know where I wanted to be. And I learned to, like, I'm in the process of, like, not having to compare myself to everybody else. And to know where, like, where I am and what I'm doing is what I'm trying to get at. No, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. And, like, I have also went through that, too. It's, like... It's really easy to compare yourself to the people that are around you that you meet, especially if they're your close friends. Like some people might graduate before you, like, um, you know, just for like, well, I transferred schools and stuff. So I don't know it was tough being the last person from my graduating class when they were all off getting hired full time jobs. It's still like that to this day. You know, you may look at friends that are, now they're buying houses and getting married. And it's just a, it's a thing of like, you can't compare yourself to others. And you know, like Ayo was saying, like, we're all on our own track and at our own pace. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, like, Stephen, you kind of pointed out earlier, like, you had to make the hard decision of like, I can't afford to go to UC. And I got to go to community college right now. And like, if I was in your position, I feel like I might be comparing myself to my friends who are like, oh, man, they're already halfway through their program. And here I am just getting started because I'm going to transfer right now, you know? Yeah, it's basically like, so what? Oh, what yeah. if they are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he says, like, I'm currently struggling with that right now comparing myself to others that got out of high school and be accepted to a prestigious school. It's it's like something that not a lot of people talk about. And that's kind of why, like, you know, for us, I feel like all three of us here can, can speak to that. Like, it's hard not to do that just because we look at how others... I, I, like, I think, like, we, like, in a lot of sense, like, everyone feels kind of late in everything. Yeah. And, like, that's something that I feel like I felt that, like, all of college because I felt like I was behind, especially, like, changing majors, like, three times. It just... Mm-hmm. I never felt like I was, I always felt like I was, had to prove something and like catch up. Yeah, it's, it's not a fun feeling, um, but you have to not, again, give yourself some grace. Don't beat yourself up for that. You're going at the like right you, pace. You know where you're going. Exactly. And like, you also notice that there are people who, well, it's not as obvious in undergrad, but like, there are people who are going to college now because they couldn't go when they were 20. And they mm-hmm. finally have the means to go. They saved enough money. They're willing to take on the debt because they have collateral for it or something and they're going back to school and that's the thing is like i think also as a society we've created that college has to be immediately after high school especially after like i think like the boomer generation because they didn't know what to do with all these children so they sent them all to college like we're back in the in the era of like we need to do everything by like 23 or 25 Mm -hmm. and like honestly that's like very unnatural (laughs) we don't need to do that exactly yeah like i mean yes life is finite and we don't know when you know death will come knocking but like at the same time it's like we should not be forced to make a 
financially life-threatening decision. Don't rush life. Yeah, uh, just because others are doing that, you know. It makes me kind of feel like I'm somehow missing out. Yeah, it's hard not to feel that way. Especially, like I said, when all my friends graduated and they were becoming nurses and whatever their degrees were. And then here I was, I'm like, I, I still had more school ahead. <laughs> uh, and I was like, great, i be in school for another two years while people are making thousands of dollars. And on top of that, when I get out of school, I'm not even going to be making that much money. <laughs> and like, you, yeah, it's, and like, it's also hard. part of it is like, it comes from a, like some sort of like privileged part of life. But like, you can't just rush where you're supposed to be. Like life takes you where it needs to be. Since you can't rush like what you learn. It it just is what it is. And then when you and you like when you end up where you are going to end up, that's when you're feeling like everything happened for a reason. Yeah, and those moments are priceless. Like it's really great when you get there. And I feel like that's a lot of what we're gonna talk about tomorrow with a lot of big changes that we've all experienced. And it, it's it's great. Because it, it the payoff is huge. I know that's <laughs> easier said than done and might not really relate to maybe, Stephen, how you're feeling or many others. Uh, not to dismiss what you're feeling, but like your hard work will return um, at some point. And though it might feel like it, you're not in the best situation right now, I think from us speaking with our amount of life experience we've had, I will say that it does get better. And that question when people ask, like, what would you tell yourself, you know, your younger self? It's like, <laughs> I'm going to tell myself that it gets better. Just got to wait. Just don't give up on whatever, you know, on yourself. You just have to try. <laughs> and a lot of the things that we've said, I feel like it's something that we would all tell our younger selves. I hope you enjoyed that little preview of our second anniversary live stream. We do end up revisiting a lot of the questions or topics asked during my stream. My apologies for getting these episodes out a little bit late. We got very busy with the holidays and celebrating Aya's 25th birthday. Tune in to the next episode for our second anniversary special. Also, you can join us on Discord where you can interact with us, our listeners, and even suggest future podcast topics. Don't forget to comment and give us a five-star rating from wherever you're tuning in from. And you can find us at Wine Thursday Podcast on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in and a final cheers. See you in the next one. Peace. <laughs>